0: You're listening listening to to Huddle Up, up, a football podcast. Each week, Tony Dyer leads the huddle and tackles the hottest topics around the NFL. He's joined by guests from all around the football world, bringing their insights and reactions
1: to the news and
0: noise of the National Football League.
1: Subscribe now to join the huddle. Welcome back to Huddle Up, a football podcast. I'm Tony, joined by Daniel. As always, welcome back, Daniel. Yo, yo, yo. What a wild week of football, brother. That was oh. beyond a doubt. We've heard this now. This is now old news. It's a Thursday podcast, and we're talking about last Sunday. So we don't need to go it on It was too still great. It was we'll so go on.
0: We'll go on for 20 years about that. It
1: was the best week of football, the best weekend I've ever seen, you know, no. ever. Every, every single game. We look back at, um, Corey and I were talking about a Rams-Chiefs game. That was one of the best. Ge- you know, you look back at the best games you've ever seen, and it's, all four of these games, like, together rivaled any of the best games. Does that make sense? I mean, even the way, you know, Tampa Bay lost, which I didn't see that coming. Tampa Bay lost, but the way that they lost, it was so, uh, how do I say? Iconic, I guess. Tom Tom Brady comes back from the biggest deficit he's ever had since the deficit that he came back against the Falcons in the Super Bowl. He comes back to lose in the final what 16 seconds 15 seconds what was it a field goal
0: yeah brutal yeah. last second
1: i mean every one of the games carried so much more than just uh you know just the just the score just one game i don't want to go on about it too long the the the, the weekend capped off with Kansas City beating the bills in overtime that was the only overtime game of the weekend right yeah yeah it was and of course, now we've resparked the conversation about overtime rules. Kansas City beat the Buffalo Bills forty-two to thirty-six. They won the coin toss in overtime. Mahomes kept the ball. They scored a touchdown. Andy Reid says to make things equal, it probably needs to be able to hit both offenses and both defenses, right? So even even Andy Reid has said, you know what, this is kind of fucked up, guys. That they didn't even get an opportunity to match us, right?
0: I I think because Andy Reid spoke up, I think this might get actual like recognition now. And you know, it's not too long ago that the overtime rules changed. I mean, this is it was post Peyton Manning era, even because I remember a couple times where the Colts um, lost on a last second field goal because the team that won the coin flip went down, kicked a field goal, he lost, and you know they went to the media and said, you know, these things should be changed. So I, I even remember. Just a few years ago, when the rules changed to this, uh, so how long? I mean, Andy Reid's already kind of coming out, and he's the he's the one that won.
1: <laughs> right, that's what's so it'll interesting. Be before
0: this will change,
1: it's super humble. You know, I mean, that's something that I guess Andy Reid could do it if. I guess I can, I can. think of a lot of coaches that would never be in that position that would do that. Um, but but he it's not only that he won. I mean, it's Andy Reid. You know, he carries the same honestly in my mind. Andy Reid, it has gotten to the point where he carries. We're going to talk about Sean Payton later. Sean Payton's a coach that can do anything he wants. Um, Jerry Jones is an owner that can do anything he wants. I'm going to put Andy Reid's honestly really close to to the to a Jerry Jones in my opinion and the, the amount of respect that he should have in football. The man has had success everywhere he's gone. And does that make sense? Am I am I reaching too far here?
0: No, I mean he's a Hall of Fame coach.
1: He's a Hall of Fame so coach. Yeah, we're he watching. Speaks yeah. people listen. Yes, and, and they should listen. And they'll. Cont- I think they will listen. So that's fantastic. What rules? What would you change?
0: I think I would make it to where, you know, I, I feel like I've heard this before, but I think the most fair thing. I mean, especially for the for the regular season, because I hate ties. I've always hated ties. Grew up playing soccer, you know, tying was the worst thing in the world, and that's something that even carries over to the professional soccer. Is there's ties all the time, but ties during the regular season, the NFL just doesn't feel good at all. As a fan, you're watching it. You just feel like unfulfilled. So I, I feel like there should be an overtime period to where it's basically another quarter, you know, make it 10 minutes like it is now, but it doesn't matter what team has a certain, you know, amount of possessions. It doesn't matter who gets it first. It's just play another quarter. And when that buzzer sounds at zero, whoever wins at the end of that play, you know, whoever is up wins. And I think that should be the same for the postseason. And for the postseason, obviously, you know, you, you keep going until you have a winner, but you know, the regular season, I get it. There could still be a tie after that, but I think that would, I don't know. I, I, I just hate ties that much to where maybe you should have a double overtime rule during the regular season as well. But then if it was postseason, you have that and you go as many quarters as it takes until there's a winner. But that's that's what I feel. Even if the clock strikes zero and there's still a play going on, you let that play go on and then and, and whoever is up wins the game. That's how I think would be the most fair thing to do. Do you do you agree with that or do you think you have another idea?
1: Well, well I've got a lot of ideas about that. I don't have a s I don't have necessarily a solution. So I'm not trying to complain. I've got ideas. The, the flaw that I see with your idea is, is simple. In playoffs, it's it's simple. Now, we just added another year to the NFL calendar, right? So for every playoff quarter, we're literally adding a quarter of a game.
0: If what you mean.
1: I'm sorry. Say again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For every playoff quarter, we're adding a quarter of a game. That's the truth still. That's that's where things get interesting to me because, you know, a couple of times... You go to playoffs, a couple... You go to... The, Jesus, I keep saying playoffs. You go to overtime a couple of times and you're already playing 17 and a half games worth of time, right? And I'm not worried about the money. I'm more worried about when it's late in the game and it's tied and you're fighting to win. Like, clearly, this is not a situation where neither team cares. They're both trying to win this game at this point. So we're, we're talking about... I mean, it's, it's significant when we talk about the abuse that the bodies are suffering from these hits, especially when it matters. When it doesn't matter as much, I'm sure. I've never been on a football field, but I'm sure the hits don't hit as hard when it doesn't matter at all. I'm sure it hits much harder when it counts. And not, not saying that they back off, just saying that they press forward harder. My concern is that the players are not going to be okay with the idea of risking playing potentially a whole nother game, an 18th game in the season, in a 17-game season. Because of overtime rules. I agree with you in spirit. I think ties suck. I don't want ties. But I don't think an extra quarter is, is the right way to do it. I like the idea of each team getting the ball. Okay. Team, team one goes down and scores a touchdown. Team two has to match. If they don't match, they lose. If they match, okay. If you continue matching forever, then I guess at some point it's on you whether or not you want to keep playing. I'm okay with, with the idea of there being a back and forth. And I guess ultimately I'm okay with it ending at 15 minutes if if it never ends. But I like I've seen ideas with two-point conversions that make a lot of sense. To force a two-point conversion. They're harder to complete. And a team is more likely to fail at a two-point conversion than they are really. I, I don't have the stats in front of me, but relatively low compared to a typical play at the 20-yard line. It's first and five, right? Like you could you could do that first and five. Or second and eight, you could keep doing that forever. I'm, I'm I'm rambling. I'm rambling. I'm sorry. I don't know what the right answer is, but I, I don't think that them playing a full quarter every single time is the right answer.
0: So you think it should be maybe more like college, to where it's not not necessarily a full quarter, but each team gets a possession inside a certain you know um, yard line. I think that used to be I think, anyway. Yeah, I think that's a much when better college option. overtime was actually interesting.
1: I think that's a much better <laughs> option than forcing them to play the full quarter. Yeah, I really do. I mean, imagine in that quarter, uh, you get a team A goes down to score a touchdown. Team B intercepts the ball. Now they're down 14 in overtime and they still have 13, 12 minutes left to play in the quarter. I mean, at that point, it's ridiculous. You know, there, there are too many, too many, issues with making it a time yeah i like the idea of making it more like college yeah
0: well how college used to be they they recently changed it but yeah the college overtime used to be a lot more fun to where you know a a tie was rare if you have this kind of format in the nfl even just each team gets it on the 20 and just you're each basically doing a little two-minute drive inside the 20 basically but yeah I will say, I I see it. I mean, it'd be more exciting
1: at the same time. You know, when we look at the chiefs bills game, they, those two guys were going like jab for jab, touchdown for touchdown,
0: man. It was so good.
1: In this scenario, I kind of want to, I kind of feel like they should be allowed to continue scoring touchdowns until they stop. And the first one to stop scoring (laughs) touchdowns, loses. I mean, give them, give each of them a possession, right? And the first one to not score the first one to lose that possession. Forget the quarter, take the time out. You have to put a zero zero minutes on the timer, or I guess I guess you have to put something on the timer. Um, Sixty nine fucking minutes. I don't care. Put something on the timer so that you can measure measure plays and false starts and all that. But yeah, I think it should be tit for tat. As long as you can keep up, you can keep playing. And once you can't keep up anymore, then you lose. I think that's the way it should be. Anything else? That would have been
0: that would have been great to see because that. Was that the best NFL game you've ever seen?
1: You know, that Chiefs-Rams game was really good.
0: Yeah, but it was kind of like a, oh, both defenses suck. Like, which offense isn't going to score a touchdown this drive? Who, who, Whoever doesn't score a touchdown on every drive is going to lose kind of thing. I yeah, mean, I remember the- that game. That So this was the Chiefs. Versus the Jared Goff led Rams when Todd Gurley was at the top of his game. I think it was like fifty four to fifty one, right? Yes, something crazy. Yeah, I think that. I mean, this game at least had a tiny bit of defense. (laughs) That game definitely did not (laughs) back then. But yeah, I see what you're saying. Both of those. I mean, they they would definitely compete. I mean. I guess the the old Rams Chiefs game that we're talking about before felt more like a college game. Like zero defense, both defenses were just awful.
1: Yeah, and you're right. I'm and looking just, at it. You nailed it. Uh, the Rams won 54 to 51 over the Chiefs. Yeah, you nailed it. Nice.
0: Yeah, that's what I remember. I mean, I I just don't feel like either defense was capable at all of like competing. And it was basically who could outscore who, and we gotta score on every single drive or we're gonna lose this game. But at least the Bills-Chiefs game of this past weekend was there was a little bit of defense, a little bit of defense, and then all of a sudden it was, oh, crap, the time's running out. Let's go balls the wall. Both teams back against the wall were just, you could just tell both quarterbacks were at their best. I mean, it was just, God, it was so good. I, I could not remember an NFL game that I liked more than that game. I mean, it was just, it was awesome.
1: It was awesome. It was the end of an awesome week of football. Let's move forward. You want to move on? Yep. Sean Payton's moving on. He's stepped aside. He's no longer the coach of the New Orleans Saints. And quite frankly, perhaps a year too late. Daniel, I know you have feelings about this. Why don't you go ahead?
0: Yeah, I... It's funny, because Sean Payton kind of playing this perfectly. And I know Drew Brees... He retired um, last year, and then the Saints kind of did a kind of a experimental year with Jameis Winston. He tore his ACL, and then they were kind of in shambles after that. They didn't really have anybody to throw to because Michael Thomas opted to have surgery super late, so it's kind of like on purpose he didn't join the team. But, I, I mean, listen to this. this the, <laughs> Sean Payton left this team, the Saints team, and they are now projected at this moment million over the projected salary cap for next year. $61 million, okay? They have two draft picks in the upcoming draft. I'm shocked they have a first. I'll say that because he has been making trades like a you-only-live-once type mentality. So they do have a first. They have a first and a third, and that is it. So as far as, like, a new coach coming in and, like, this being an attractive job, it's not a very attractive job right now because they are going to look horrible in their first couple years. I mean, this is a a team that was obviously, like, after the Drew Brees era, just trying to stay afloat and win and go to the Super Bowl. Or not the Super Bowl, sorry. God, the playoffs. That was the goal. Yeah, I misspoke. Go to the playoffs was the goal. They didn't even get close. So yeah, sixty-one million dollars over the cap, two draft picks. This is not going to be a desirable job. I think Sean Payton strategically exited to where he can conveniently come back and get into a better like position on a different franchise. That's what I was going to ask you, anytime soon,
1: where do you think he's going to go? He's not playing this year. He kind of made that real clear. He's not coaching. I'm not playing. Of course, he's not playing. Um, right. He's not coaching this year. It, 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 yeah. I mean, it very much seems like, yeah. Hey, you're going to see me again. Don't know where. Don't know when. What? What do you think, Sean Payton? Where would you want to be if you were Sean Payton? And who would want to have him?
0: Dallas Cowboys. That's what that I was the thinking. the first. Too. Yeah, that's the first team that comes to mind. Mike McCarthy is on the extreme hot seat. Okay. I think Kellen Moore is good enough. He, he's done a pretty good job. That offense has not been the problem in Dallas. I, I know there's been a couple drives here and there, like when the game's on the line, to where maybe the offense comes up short, but the defense has been the problem in Dallas. The offense ran by Kellen Moore has not been the problem, so I think Kellen Moore might end up getting a job somewhere as a head coach this year. There's a lot of vacancies. You know, Eight or nine teams um, are, are looking for a head coach right now. So I think Kellen Moore might get a job, and I think Mike McCarthy might take over at play calling like he did for Green Bay in Dallas. And I think that will be the final straw is because Mike McCarthy will inevitably fail. (laughs) We we talked about it when he got hired. He is not long for the NFL. So I think he will fail, and Sean Payton will come in, swoop in, save the day, so to speak. He's going to have Dak Prescott, CeeDee Lamb, probably Tony Pollard at that point, not Zeke. (laughs) And, um, you know, a lot of draft capital and not be in nearly as strapped of a situation as he was with the Saints. He'll have more of a market share of the NFL and more attractive for free agents. And I think that's just the first team that comes to mind. And I feel like that's kind of the sequence in which I see Sean Payton returning. I think it works out perfectly that way if that, if all that happens. But I think Kellen Moore's gone. McCarthy will take over for coaching. And then, uh, God, I feel like Jerry Jones can't make this mistake twice with you know how he did with Jason Garrett. Hold on to him for like two years longer than he should have. I, I think Mike McCarthy is on his last year in Dallas. And then Sean Payton. Because he, he strategically said he wasn't retiring. He's stepping away. Did you notice that?
1: Yes, that's exactly what I noticed, and I think it's completely and totally relevant.
0: Yeah, he's coming back. He's not retiring. So I I love that. And so I think everyone will want him. I mean, who wouldn't want him? He he had record-setting years almost every year with Drew Brees. I mean, all you need is a good quarterback, and he noticed that he lost his quarterback and it wasn't going to happen again. He knows how hard it is to replace... A quarterback that is a franchise guy like Drew Brees, and he's gonna go to a position that already has one and that he could just coast into, you know, maybe another Super Bowl or two, and then he's right into the Hall of Fame and considered one of the best coaches ever because it's all about the quarterback.
1: Oh, I get it. I totally get it. I thought I thought um, Dallas makes the most sense too. I, I really feel like it's pre predestined, right? He's going to Dallas. Yeah, I don't
0: know if he's I don't know if he's ever been linked to them.
1: But the, the problem just... is Jerry Jones, I don't know what Mike McCarthy's contract is. Don't have it in front of me. I'll look it up. But Jerry Jones does not like paying coaches that aren't coaching. That's what we found. He he will like you said with Jason Garrett. He hung on to Jason Garrett until the very end. And he just didn't, you know.
0: Man, that was his guy, and no one understood it except for Jerry Jones. Like literally everybody in the league was like. Yo, why is Jason Garrett still have a job? And Jerry Jones backed him until the very end, until literally it was the, he was going to lose fans if he didn't fire him. I mean, it got to that point. And then he finally got rid of him. Like, it shouldn't even get to that point.
1: Um, looking at a spreadsheet that says McCarthy may be signed to 2024. 20, uh, that that's doesn't
0: the case, matter. Yeah. I, yeah. I, so a year before his contract up, I mean, so finishes the 22 season, so more than halfway through his contract, I think that's that's fine.
1: Five days ago, he, uh, five days ago uh, Mike McCarthy's job security, blah, 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 very, very frustrated Cowboys owner, declines to endorse Mike McCarthy. Yeah, okay, yeah, I, I don't know. I think it would be out of character for Jerry Jones, but the man is aging, and he wants to win another Super Bowl, and Sean Payton can help him do it, and I think he knows that Sean Payton, as we all know, Sean Payton, is a major and significant upgrade over Mike McCarthy. Anything else to add here?
0: Yeah, Jerry Jones might just turn into a grumpy old man, like we like we think he might, and uh, just start axing. So, yeah, I agree. He might completely go just off script and change who he is.
1: Let's do uh, let's do one more thing here before we move on to the divisional round. We can talk about Daniel Jones. Or Aaron Mm -hmm. Rodgers, your choice. Uh, We'll talk about Aaron Rodgers. So Aaron Rodgers appeared on the Pat McAfee show, as he has several times in the past, wearing a blue zip-up hoodie. Not just any blue, by the way. This was a brilliant blue. A big, brilliant, beautiful, blue (laughs) zip-up hoodie.
0: (laughs) Uh, did it have a white u on it it like didn't a, have a like white... a horseshoe that was kind of like scraped
1: it didn't have a white <laughs> U. but if i think back on it in my memory i feel like the zipper was silver okay which uh-huh. in the camera did look a little bit white yeah there were no zoom in no 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 uh-huh. the interview was about Basically, Aaron Rodgers' is future, you know, and he did the thing that we all expected him to do, where he doesn't know what he's going to do, and you know, he needs time to reflect and talk to his family, right. and think, and smoke a bowl and fix his. Yeah, hair. talk
0: to his family that he doesn't speak to. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Um, and then he said something about how he has a specific guy he likes to leak information to, but this time, this time's going to be different. This time, he's going to come to Indianapolis and he's going to tell Pat McAfee straight to his face. Is Aaron Rodgers hinting that he wants to come to Indianapolis?
0: I, th- I think it would be good, too good to be true, especially if everybody knows that. I mean, it would be very weird for that to be his plan, but him to set it up like that. That's what I thought. Right. So like if he says, yeah, there's only one guy I'm going to leak it to. And he just so happens to have played for this team. I'm wearing a blue hoodie and I'm going to make it totally obvious. I'm going to come into town and, I'm only going to talk to him, and then he ends up being on the Colts. I mean, that's just weird, right? I, I think I, it's weird, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think, it just seems like a too-good-to-be-true thing. I don't, I don't think it would happen. Although, should it happen? Should it happen? I mean, God. What team, I'll, I'll say this, because obviously you'd pick the Colts. What team other than the Colts do you think Aaron would be perfect on? Because I think that, I think yes okay perfect two two, you just hit my one and two
1: yeah love it. Honestly, yeah, I think Indianapolis I mean, would be the three for him. Correct, because yeah. because of because receiving of, weapons. Uh receiving weapons. I think Mike Tomlin is, you know. I don't like Mike Tomlin. I, I remember I, we've talked about this before. I, I just there's something about the man that I don't personally like. But at the same time. Yep. That's totally separate from the fact that the man is an absolute genius. Was it, is he the winningest coach in his first what? What was that stat?
0: I can't remember, but I I know it.
1: Yeah, it's like a the only coach in the league to ever have, like, a playoff appearance in every one of his first 12 seasons or something like that. I mean, something crazy yes. like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, something crazy.
1: I mean, yeah, Aaron Rodgers wants to be with that guy. You know, that, but, guy, that guy gets it. And he's not going anywhere, right? Huh. I don't know. Yeah. Is he? Mike Tomlin? No, 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 okay. Oh. I thought you were talking about Aaron. No, Aaron might go somewhere. I don't know. Do I, you... Okay, if you were to gun to your head right now,
0: is Aaron Rodgers going to be a Green Bay Packer in 2022? Yes. I feel that, too. I, I hate it because I feel like it's kind of boring, and I feel like I would love if he left. I really would. Just, be kind of, just to kind of mix it up.
1: Yeah, but... I, I feel like it's much to do about nothing, but
0: yeah I, I, I feel the same gun to my head I would say he stays in Green Bay because they came out they've already come out and said the right things you know I think um, Matt LaFleur said we would be dumb to not want Aaron Rodgers back like he is the organization you know all this stuff that they didn't say last year by the way
1: they did say that last year they kissed his and ass the whole time
0: after Aaron started holding out
1: he always held but, he didn't hold out he just pouted it was the same yeah, as every I, other
0: year. I don't know. He held out. This is the first time he's missed off season, um, you know, voluntary stuff though. No, it's he's always not. been there.
1: He's never been there. I don't know. He's never but, been there for voluntary stuff. That's why it wasn't much of a big deal, except for his pouty attitude.
0: They were a hundred percent planning to replace him.
1: Well, yeah.
0: They traded up to yes, draft a quarterback it, in the first round, and they traded future assets. I mean, they were 100% ready to move on from Aaron Rodgers.
1: I don't know. And now he's about
0: that. to win back-to-back MVPs.
1: <laughs> Since
0: they drafted Jordan Love, Aaron Rodgers will have won the MVP every year in the NFL.
1: And by the way, speaking <laughs> of, it's clear and obvious that Jordan Love is not the future of the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, that was a miss. That was a miss.
0: That was a miss, but... We've only seen him in, you know, one and a half games. We don't know yet.
1: I think we know, but that's fine.
0: He's not Aaron Rodgers, but, yeah, we don't know who he is yet. But, yeah, so I do love the Denver option of what you said because he's got Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, Noah Fant, K.J. Hamler, Tim Patrick— I mean, there's so many, and not to mention the, the running backs. Javante I mean, Williams, Errander's I was waiting kid, for you to say it. Yeah, Javante Williams. I mean, God, I love Javante. And then I, I feel like, I just feel like they're going to re-sign Melvin Gordon because he he had such a great year. I, I think they like the tandem there. And then that defense is not bad. So, it like, this is kind of all just morphing back into the Peyton Manning free agent decision, like, Oh, where do you want to go? Oh, maybe the best team that just needs a quarterback, and you're a Super Bowl team, right? Right. And yeah. And then Pittsburgh, the same exact situation. I mean, you've got Devon. Sorry, Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, and Juju is kind of deciding whether he, you know, he wants to come back or not. But James Washington, kind of in the same boat. But Najee Harris a great rookie running back and then a great defense. A great defense and you're literally a quarterback away. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. If Ben plays an a- absolute just okay game, they could compete in the playoffs. I mean, that's embarrassing. Yeah, but that's the all they need's a quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, it was the truth. So I man, I hope one of those teams gets a quarterback this year and just I hope it comes to fruition for one of us. <laughs> so we can look a little bit smarter.
1: I would like to look smarter. Let's do, um, for the sake of looking smarter, let's do just one more segment, and then we'll we'll start, you know, we'll be quiet from there. Sometimes Uh saying too much is a bad thing. You know, sometimes I get it. I've learned that the hard way.
0: Yeah. By the way, I will say, so far, and I regret to tell you that I didn't put any of this in DraftKings, but I have lost one game. Through the entire playoffs so far. No.
1: Yes. Well, you're stupid. You should put it in DraftKings. I know. you Guess which app- game it was. Um, I can't guess. Steelers? Bengal, Bengals beating the Titans. Really? This past weekend.
0: You yeah, bet that? I got all the, no, I didn't bet it. That's the problem. No. no. I, I got all the week one, all the wild card games correct. Every single one. And then I got three out of the four of the last weeks. So hopefully this trend continues. I'm gonna I'm gonna maybe put this in DraftKings because I think I've got two winners this weekend and then I think I've got a winner overall. So we'll see.
1: Well, let's just do that. The Rams Kay. and the Niners, the Bengals and the Chiefs. Let's make it let's make this one short. Okay. I've got the Rams beating the Niners. There's real risk here. As you will remind me. They've already played each other twice, and the Rams have lost both times. I don't know what the numbers are, but it's got to be pretty uncommon for a team to lose to another team three times in one year, right? Like, I'm sure Mm -hmm. that's a very rare thing.
0: Yes, I'm sure.
1: And the Rams are so hot right now. The the 49ers played great. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, the way that they utilized Debo Samuel, he is an – one of the best weapons in football. I don't know why it took me so long to pay attention to him.
0: Probably but because he's been hurt every year of his career. Maybe that's it. Yeah,
1: but he is one of the best weapons in football. And I agree, and and it's real. You know, there, there's there's a chance there, but this Rams team is too good. The last time they faced up, they lost by a field goal in overtime. I don't think that's going to happen again. Matt Stafford showed up. I I watched him march them down the field to spike the ball. He didn't. Uh, what did Prescott do? Um, I don't, I don't remember <laughs> the exact details, but Stafford had a clear command of that game. If Stafford continues that, and this is this, st- we've said this before about Matt Stafford. The last two times he played the 49ers, he had two interceptions. Without those two interceptions, I think he wins both games. If Matt Stafford Not plays, the first one.
0: Definitely not the first one. Or maybe one. not the they first blew, one. Yeah. Remember, they blew him out the first one. Maybe not the barely first one. scored at the end to lose by three touchdowns, but I didn't look at detailed
1: stats. If those two interceptions were 14 points, they might not lose that game. I I didn't look, I didn't dig that deep into it, Um, but you're right. You you are right. That's a good point. I think it's the Rams game. And as much as I love Cincinnati, I'm going to take chiefs too. Let's make this short. Um, What else can I say about Pat Mahomes? We've talked about it too much. I think Pat Mahomes beats Cincinnati. I think Matt Stafford, beats the 49ers. Matter of fact, I think the Rams' defense beats the 49ers. I should say that. Um, And and that's where I stand here. I think it's going to be Kansas City and the Rams. Joe
0: Burrow says that he is tired of the underdog label and that they are a very, very good team. I'm still taking the Chiefs. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree with you I think the Chiefs just overpowered the Bengals and you know I could see a world because okay the Bengals what was it a month ago beat the Chiefs it was a high scoring affair and they went back and forth Jamar Chase I, I don't know what the what the Chiefs were smoking that day but they just continually let Lamar, uh, Jamar Chase uh, just rock them I think he had over 200 yards and three touchdowns. I mean, just, God, it was insane. That won't happen again. It's the playoffs. It's Andy Reid. He is going to make sure Jamar Chase does not do that to them again. And if Jamar Chase doesn't do that to them again, nobody else in that team will. With respect to T. Higgins, who I I really like, um, he is not Jamar Chase. So I believe that the Chiefs will win that game. Um, and it helps that the Bengals won the game before because if you're telling me the Bengals win the the previous game, what are the odds they win two in a row against the Chiefs? You know, I'm a betting man. I would say no. I'm going to take the same approach with the 49ers, unfortunately. 49ers have been my team. You know that. I bet yeah, them to man. get in the playoffs. They're in the playoffs. I bet them twice in a row. They have won. But the fact that they beat the Rams twice and this Rams team is very, very good. And it, it depends because Jalen Ramsey is he is a shutdown corner. He is the best corner in the entire league. I will I will not doubt that. But he kind of tends to stick to one side. But I feel like the Rams could kind of game plan because it's the NFC championship game and have Jalen Ramsey just kind of shadow Debo Samuel. And I think this might be a game where Debo may not be able to do it for the 49ers. And I don't see the 49ers beating this Rams team three times in the same season. Boring and chalk as it is, I'm with you. It's going to be a Chiefs-Rams Super Bowl and rematch of that game that we were just talking about a few years ago. Totally different teams, but, yep, Chiefs-Rams are my picks as well.
1: There you have it. You've been listening to Huddle Up, a football
0: podcast. Subscribe on your favorite platform and follow us at Huddle Up NFL and at Commissioner Mister on Twitter to keep up on the latest from the NFL
1: and stay up. in the huddle. Huddle Up. Team on three. One, two, three, three.